podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to Further Love Paul McGrath podcast. I just said I wanted to pop on very quickly and continue with the second installment of this scouting series where we are going to try and look at potential types of right backs that, uh, that may fit into Unai Emery's system. Um, and today we're going to take a look at a German player playing with RB's, uh, RB Leipzig, um, and he is an RB himself as well, Benjamin Heinrichs. And uh, there has been no link to this player. Just want to make that clear as well as uh, I do get a lot of questions from people asking, have we been linked with X player? Have we not been linked with X player? What's the situation? Uh, no, we haven't been linked with this player. This is a scouting series to look at the type of player that he is, how he may fit into uh, an Unai Emery system if Unai Emery is going to uh, look to strengthen in the right back position, which I have a sneaking suspicion that while it may not happen in, Jan- in, in the summer, it may happen in January, just with the advancing age of um, of Ashley Young as it is. But who is Benjamin Benjamin Heinrichs? So he's had a bit of a story career. He was really, really highly thought of um, as a... As as a youth player, he was um, he actually started off his career in midfield as more of a central midfielder, a right-sided central midfielder. Um, he drew comparisons to Frank Lampard, would you believe, when he was um, when he was younger, and uh, that what he was captain of the I think he was captain of German under nineteen and the German under twenty team. Um, when he was really young, I think he was captain of the German under nineteen team when he was like seventeen or something like that. But um, citation needed on that—that's uh, just from memory here. But uh, he started off his career with—he um, started off his career with Leverkusen and uh, played six. He started off his career with guys first uh, first cap for Leverkusen in uh, twenty fifteen and played sixty two games, sixty two league games for Leverkusen before moving to Monaco in two thousand and eighteen. Um, where he played 35 games and he then moved on loan to RB Leipzig where he's been with them since. Um, <clears throat> so why am I talking about this guy here? And I think the reason that I wanted to talk about uh, Benjamin Heinrichs is that he's, it, it's because of his versatility. Um, Unai Emery as so so if we want to replace, so realistically what I'm talking about here is are we going to replace like for like with, a, with an Ashley Young uh, or with a Maddie Cash? Or what are we going to look at? Are we going to look at a different type of player? And with somebody like Benjamin Heinrichs, um, the versatility he has is fantastic. He's his his height, it's difficult to get a correct height on him. His height range is anywhere from about five, ten and a half up to six foot. I think from looking at him play football, he's closer to the six foot. He's a bit more of a of a ragier, taller type of guy. But what is what is like during his career, he's actually played in centre half. He's played in as as a third centre half as well, and on right hand side, he's played as that right side, uh, right side uh, fullback, which he's played most of his uh, career. He's played as a central defensive midfielder, and he's also played as a right wing back as well. So he's got a lot of versatility. He's good with the ball at his feet. He could be a small bit better uh, for somebody who's played in midfield all his life, but um, <clears throat> he he's very good with the ball at his feet, and he brings that extra little bit of height. 
He's 26 years of age. He turned 26 in the 23rd of February, just gone. And I know he's on the older side of maybe a prospect I would be looking at um, if we were to bring somebody in. Um, just just for longevity reasons, you know, realistically speaking, if we were to sign somebody at 26, 27 years of age, while they're in their prime, and I fully understand that, and that's not what I'm uh, what I'm getting at here, when you're looking at the contract lengths and maybe the length of contract that we would be able to offer a player at 26, 27, you're probably looking at one, maybe one year or, or one contract and then maybe an extra year on the, on to the end because you're getting into the 32, 33 years of age. And, and I know that we've got the Iron Man himself and Ashley Young playing it right back at the moment. But from an age point of view, um, you know, 26 will probably be on the upper limit of somebody I'd be looking to bring in because, as I say, there will be a rotational aspect to the right-back position, I would imagine, should Matty Cash take that position and all things point to that being the case at the moment. Now, saying that, on the 25th of March, 2023, Matty Cash got injured last night playing for Poland. We don't know how bad that injury is. I haven't even seen what it's supposed to be, whether it's a sprain, whether it's a hamstring injury, whatever the case it is. Um, I'm just going to take a look at the comments because this is live. It's not a... Um, <coughs> It's not a pre-recorded one today. Uh, this is live and it is going to be a bit shorter uh, than than normal. But uh, I thought one of you guys maybe had it in the comments as to what Matty Cash's injury was. But he did get injured last night, and um, unfortunately, we haven't. Uh, I haven't seen anyway. Should I say what his potential injury is? Um, so we are now going to be in a situation whereby potentially he's going to be out. But getting back to the man at man at hand here uh Heinrichs was he was superbly well thought of you know even with international uh in, in the international scene if you think about him he's kind of like a it's kind of like a James Milner type I suppose really um of the German uh the German international scene except he hasn't had that real massive breakthrough with the seniors uh so at under 21 level he played he played 17 games as I say he was captain of the under 19 team as well he went to the Olympics and the and the German Olympic team in 2021 and he's got seven caps with Germany he earned two caps last season as well didn't make it to 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 the World Cup I don't think he made it to the World Cup with with, uh, with Germany this year, um. But he's a very very talented player, and he's got lots and lots of um of versatility, as I say. But let's take a little look at his statistics. Um, let's take a little look at him here, and I will try and add him to the screen. Let's see if I can make this layout new layout that I made work. Oh, that's a bit better. Makes it a bit bigger, a bit easier for you guys to see what I'm talking about here. So, uh, as I say, Benjamin Henricks, uh, he is a 26-year-old um, German international playing with RB Leipzig at the moment. When we take a little look at his statistics here, um, uh, when we take a little look at his statistics here, first of all, I want to point you towards his heat map. And while, what I find really interesting about this heat map is his ability to come narrow. And what we can see here is, yes, he's able to go wide. And you can see by his, his heat map here, he does get to the edge of the box. Um, to, he does deliver crosses. He's not like the guy that we looked at yesterday, um, Sugawara, whereby he can attack the box like, an Alex, like a, a Alex Moreno does on the opposite side. This guy will definitely stalk the box on the right-hand side. But what I want to draw your attention to is, see the way he's able to move inside and how he occupies internal areas there as well. He's able to kind of... So if we're talking about somebody that uh, Unai Emery might want to um, come narrow when we attack down the left-hand side, albeit he's not a centre-half by trade, he does come narrow. He has been a defensive midfielder in, in, in the not-too-distant past. Actually, while he played with Monaco, um, Yardim, uh, is it Leonardo uh, Yardim made... Um, 
actually played him at, at central defensive midfielder a couple of times. But since he's gone to RB Leipzig, he's been pre- predominantly right back or right wing back as well. Played under Nagelsmann, somebody who's in the in, in the uh, the news an awful lot at the moment. And he played there at that right back position for them. But he does have the ability to come narrow, come narrow, to come deep if we are attacking on the left-hand side. Something that it's been rumoured that Unai Emery likes to see because we've seen that at uh, previously at Villarreal. And granted, we, and this is somebody we will be looking at again in, in, in a future podcast, potentially tomorrow, if not tomorrow, Monday. Um, but like when he was with Villarreal, when Unai Emery was with Villarreal, he had, he had uh, one fight, he had fight um, that used to play out there on the right-hand side. Um, the Argentinian former Spurs player uh, was a converted uh, centre half who's gone out the right back so I think that that was a horses for courses situation whereby it was easier for him to come narrow and play there we will take a look at him because he's not just that type of player but we'll take a look at him in in a future one because I have a piece done in him but getting back to Ben Heinrichs um, that's what he brings to you here. He gives you that versatility, that ability to be able to come into midfield, to be able to tighten up a midfield area, to be able to, if we need to drop and go three at the back, to be able to do that, where he's able to move back in 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 tighter into the centre half uh, as well. Um, but he also gives you that bit of range going forward. As I say, he's he's good. He, he's very good with the ball at his feet. He just doesn't burst into the box like the previous players that we mentioned uh, did. So looking at his statistics here in the radial graph, we can see him there in yellow. He's very good tackler, very proficient tackler, which is something that I like to see. Uh, very, very good uh, in the top uh, 14% in, in Europe in blocks, top 14% in Europe in interceptions. Very good uh, ability to tackle a dribbler as well. Um, one of the things that I, I, I would say about him is that he commits quite a lot of fouls, as we can see there. But um, I don't have a statistic of where he commits those fouls. I meant to look it up beforehand, but I completely forgot. So I don't know whether he he, he commits them around the box or in midfield or whatever that case is. I might try and circle back and get that as well. Um, <clears throat> so looking as well here, he gives us a bit of an added added height bonus as well with that aerial jewels uh, statistic. But look what we, what we see here. He has 1.76 tackles in the defensive third and 1.19 tackles in the midfield third. That is that puts him in an elite category of right back from a defensive point of view, based on those numbers um, in the top five leagues in Europe. So if you are defending and if you are backs to the wall with this guy, he's going to be able to do that in both the defensive and the midfield third as well. Now we go into his passing statistics. Now I've been speaking here a moment ago, saying he's a former midfielder. You know that he was likened to the seventeen-year-old to a Frank Lampard type. He's obviously transitioned back and moved back through through the through the lines, and that's okay too. Um, he's had fifty-nine point three five pass attempts with a pass completion uh, percentage of seventy-five point eight percent. Now, once again, I think this might be is might be something I'm gonna I'm gonna notice. I think. Uh, I think this is something I'm going to notice more and more as I go through uh, right backs and left backs. They don't look like they lose the ball as much as they do on tape. So I don't notice this guy losing the ball when I watch him. Not to a great degree, not any more than I would uh, an Ashley Young or a Matty Cash, let's say. I, I, I wouldn't know, I, I haven't noticed him lose the ball anymore. And that's, he comes in with the same pass completion statistic as those guys there. So I'm wondering, is it a thing with fullbacks whereby it's not as noticeable because it doesn't have that that deleterious effect as well? But I'll keep keep an eye on it as well. Um, 
looking at his key passes, his shot creating actions, his goal creating actions, they all come in quite average, except for his shot creating actions are up there at 2.23. Uh, that's a lot of that is because um he has a very, very good cross on him as well. And when we look at his possession statistics here, dribble stats, dribble completion statistics, um, uh, all in and around the, the, the kind of third percentile of, of uh, right backs within Europe. Um, but one thing I do want to bring your attention to is his ball recoveries at 6.33. It puts him up there as in the, it's, I think it's the exact same number as Ashley Young, if I'm not mistaken. It could be a couple of, maybe a percentage point out um, on that. But uh, his, his ball recoveries uh, are one of his main main um main attributes and he's really good at recovering the ball he doesn't dive into tackles uh albeit that he can block the he's got a big rangey frame he knows how to use it one one negative i would say on him one negative i would say on him as well is that like <clears throat> and i've said this before i'm not a guy who's six foot i'm not i wish i was i wish i was six foot but i'm not and I can't understand people who are that height that don't know how to use their body, how to use their frame, how to use their weight, how to block people off, how to shadow people, how to almost play like a basketball player. You know when basketball players kind of post up and they, they make themselves big so that people can't get around them to rob the ball. I can never understand how footballers aren't able to do that. One thing I do see with him here is that he doesn't use his body to that effect. He's much more relies on his athleticism and the fact that he's a nimble player to be able to to uh, wriggle out of situations as opposed to be able to because he's 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 a considerable man like you know he he would be able to maneuver people around with his body a la John McGinn great actually there's a great a great little tangent on this one John McGinn's not a big man but John McGinn knows how to use his posterior as a bumper. So he can bump people out of the way, he can maneuver people around, and he can shift his body weight um, to be able to, to, to throw people off. Majority of players can't do that. And I, and I find it difficult to understand how it isn't taught or how, people, how, how somebody hasn't found a way to be able to, to, to kind of instill that in players. Another guy who's really good at it is Harry Kane, albeit I know that people are going to start saying that Harry Kane fouls 90% of the time when he does that and he shouldn't do it in the air. But he's very good at manipulating his body. And defenders, I would imagine, you know, you see the big strapping defenders. Richard Dunn was really good at it, uh, utilizing his body. But for somebody like Heinrichs, who played in midfield, has transitioned back to a right-back position, I'd like to see him be able to do it a small bit more. Um, because uh, he has a, he is a, a bigger body person, you know, he is able to he should be able to do that. Um, from the point of view, I suppose, other kind of notes that I have on him here are, uh, as I said, he's a very versatile player. He can play in all the positions in the back line as well as in central midfield. Um, if you need to, in the central defensive midfield position, if you need to, and he is very good defensively, and we can see that from his statistics here. Um. He's got a good physical profile, as I mentioned there. He's a six-foot right back. You know, I've got 5'11 and a half. I kind of split it down the middle there because I couldn't find um, I, I couldn't find a, a, a definitive height on him as well. As I've said, he's a big, tall guy, but he's slender. He's only he's uh, he's not a you know a robust guy, but he is slender. Um, and and uh, as I say, I still think he should be able to utilize his body a small little bit more. Um, where else have I here? He does need, yeah, he does need to uh, improve on how to use his body to shield or to block players off the ball. Um, he's very agile. One thing, actually, I watched the game when he played with Monaco. He played right back and he fronted up. Um, he fronted up a Neymar, and I think it was probably two thousand and nine, nineteen. Sorry, I think it could be two thousand and nineteen when they played. 
um, and he was relatively young, so he was only 22 years of age, and he showed an unbelievable ability to be able to swivel his hips. So when Neymar was bearing down on him, tackle, you know, um, dribbling with the ball, Henriks was able to swivel his hips and match and mirror his motion really well. And I saw that for Monaco, and I've seen that then again in, in the Bundesliga, but I can't remember what game it was. So it seems to be a feature of his game where he's very, very nimble, very agile type defender who can mimic and can can anticipate movements, even you know from some of the best dribblers in the world. And I brought up Neymar because it just struck me about how he did it when he faced up against Neymar at a younger age. So I thought that was, that was interesting as well. Um, he... He's... As I say, one of the concerns I think I have is that he does commit a lot of fouls. Um, he does commit a lot of fouls. You can see him there. He's in the bottom 14% of fouls committed for right backs. Um, I would like to see, and I didn't have that previously, I would like to see where he commits those fouls in the field. Um, uh, but he, it, it's, 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 a, it, it's important to kind of highlight these areas as well that he would need to, need to brush, up, uh, brush, up on, brush up on as well. Um, one other thing is that while he doesn't get too far forward, Sometimes um, he does, uh, like like we speak, spoke about players previously, that get stuck in a transition, stuck too far forward. He doesn't get stuck too far forward, but um, he tries to win the ball. So he, he almost tries to take the press. If he loses the ball, he tries to press and win it back straight away as opposed to re- re- funneling back and regrouping again. In transition, sometimes that can catch him. And against better players, against really much better teams, he might get caught out once or twice like that uh, over the course of a season, but I don't think it's too much really to be uh, to 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 give out about. He crosses the ball at a decent a decent clip there. You know he's mid table for that at forty one percent, two point three eight crosses um per per um per game, but none not much different than Addy Cash or Ashley Young at the moment. And as I say, we're looking at the type of player here and how he fits in as opposed to the player himself. Uh, but we will obviously talk about the player as well. But I would like him to, I'd like his crosses to be a small bit better. We spoke about Sugawari yesterday, whereby his crosses were whipped in. They had a lot of pace in them. And um, it was just a beautiful cross to the ball. Bit floaty from Heinrichs. The crossing is a bit floaty. But as I say, um, he, he still creates lots of shots and a uh, decent amount of shots, should I say, and a decent amount of goal-creating actions from them as well. Um, so uh, one other thing as well, as I say, and I think this is big for Unai Emery, so we're obviously playing out from the back. This type of player, and why I've highlighted him, is because he was a prodigious central midfielder who's moved back into a right-back position um, as he's gotten older, um, or not even older, he's only 26, uh, but as he's kind of gotten on in years, um, he's really good at passing under pressure. That was one of the ma- that's one of his biggest strengths. Passing under pressure is really easy to him. Uh, he, I, I would go so far to say as he's up there with the Bubakar Kamara um, level of being able to pass that ball under pressure. So when he when someone's bearing down on him, he's able to evade it, pass that ball away. I think Unai Emery would really really like somebody who was able to do that. Um, and look, there is no link to this guy. I don't know if he like. I, I presume Villa are not going to sign him. If I do, if he, if they do sign him, sign me up to be a Mystic Meg. But the type of player that's able to do that, I think, is interesting, and uh, something that I think we should bear in mind if we were looking at fullbacks 
um, the ability to be able to, to be comfortable with the ball, to be good under pressure, passing the ball. And, and this guy brings a bit of height. And as we can see here from his statistics, he's a really, really good and solid defender um, playing for a very, very good team in RB Leipzig, playing in the Champions League. Um, his current value is about 15 million euros. Um, as I say, for that versatility that he offers as well, being able to play further inside as a third cent right central back, uh, right centre back, maybe even playing in the central defensive midfield position in a pinch as well. You know, I think that that offers quite a lot of positives. So that's going to do it for today's scouting series. As I say, today's function or the, the, the reason for doing today's uh, podcast was to look at somebody who was very, very functional, who could play in different positions um, across the back four, I suppose, really. Well, on the right hand side of the back four, into right, right wing back, and also into defensive midfielder position as well. I wanted to highlight Benjamin Heinrichs because he's somebody who has kind of gone under the radar for Germany. He's a real solid player. We've had no absolutely no links to him, but he was somebody I thought that. Uh, encapsulated, I suppose, this type of player very, very well, uh, considering he was prodigious as a central midfielder, as I say, when he was younger and has moved back into this role, a la and Ashley Young. So, with without, um, on that note, I'm going to leave everybody. Uh, today is Saturday, as I say, so I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Uh, I potentially will be back again tomorrow to, to highlight another type of right back uh, that I think will be interesting to uh, Unai Emery, somebody who's worked with Unai Emery before. And, um, yeah, as I say, I hope you're enjoying these scouting series. If you do, give it a thumbs up and um, share it around to any of your mates and uh, subscribe to the podcast if you do like that, like this as well. So until tomorrow or maybe Monday, I uh, hope you all have a fantastic weekend. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Podcast Network.